Thermal Sound Wave, Wave. Yo, what's going on, man? This is Thermal Sound Waves, a natural alternative to fast food radio, track uh-huh. life radio with C Truth, Kev Lawrence. Hey. We here with the homie, you know what I'm saying? Mike Hands. What's happening, Mike Hands? What's the good word, man? How you guys feeling tonight? Oh, we feeling great, man. How you doing? I'm all right, man. Just taking it easy. Just excited when I got the call to call in. Hey, listen, man. If you had any jewelry on right now, I would tell you to run it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'd tell you to run it right now. Shout out to your video. Run it. It uh, brings back the essence. <laughs> why? Oh, why? You should go places rolling deep. But we'll get to that later on. Mike Hands on the program. The artist. Entrepreneur. Mike Hands. Yes. Uh, man of many things. And... Uh, Music, uh, fat. Let's let's go with the music first. The music. How long you been doing the music, Mike Hands? And what kind of music? Um, say that one more time. Pardon me. How long you been doing the music? Uh, how long? Oh, I've yeah. been I've been in music for about twenty five years. And uh, you are. We just spoke about people like our guy Priest Feather and Jono that actually are, are traveling artists. Like they may not have the uh, commercial backing. Like other corporations, but these people are actually are traveling artists, and we see that a lot with you. Like you and your whole team are doing a lot of traveling, and have done yeah. a lot of traveling, and people don't Absolutely. think that's actually believable. Like you can really do that being independent. Indeed, it's it's, it's very doable. And okay. are you using the Bluetooth? No, I'm not actually. Um, okay. But I- the label and it's a little you know this side of the, the, the world is a little different oh okay gotcha gotcha but continue you're talking about music right you're talking about how it actually is doable as far as being an independent artist and actually making yeah rides. absolutely absolutely because you know this digital space that we live in you allow you you know you're able to go direct to the market and direct to the fan base so it may only be 500 people on the whole planet that love you but that's all it takes to fill a venue in that city Right, and you know, which you what made you con- continue to do this? Because sometimes people look at it and say, you know, listen, man, I've been doing it for a while. I'm not on the majors, or I'm not so and so. Not saying that you are not major within yourself, but just sometimes people get discouraged. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's about your belief system. Like you have to believe beyond believing in yourself a certain kind of way, and you have to also believe that is doable a certain kind of way. And um, depending on what you what, what success you're out for, you understand what I mean? Like you have to know what story you're trying to tell and what story you're trying to write and what that looks like. Because if you think that success is a destination, you'll never find it. When you realize success is in the journey, then you're on your way. Now, now other than just the music, you've been... Uh deep in fashion for uh, a bit, quite a long time as well, right? Yeah, I've been I've been doing fashion. Behind um, and in, in front of the fashion uh, lens, right? One more, um, well, I, I stepped into fashion at 14 and I, I, I went to high school fashion industries and then from there I went to school and then I started um, working for an independent and then I was at Sean John and then I was, you know, kind of pro from there. Now, hold on, what so, school did yeah, you I've go been, to? What school did you go to? I I went to Fashion Industries High School, then I did some classes at FIT, and then I kind of pulled the Kobe and went straight into the league. 
Nice. So from modeling, when did you make the transition to actually being uh, behind the well, uh, with the threats? with the modeling with the modeling scenario, I did that from fifteen, and then um, it kind of snowballed into actually designing when they found out that I was actually a designer. But um, I guess all in, I did about fifteen years all the, all together on that side. And what are the, some of the clothing brands that you're behind right now? Um, right now, I, I co-own Sneakerhead NYC. That's um, the, that's the one that says like S N K R H E A D. Yes, that's us. Um, I'm also developing Emerald City for Eric Sermon, so that's his line that's about to be. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, Emerald City. What, Eric Sermon from EPMD. Yeah. yeah. What type of line is that? Is that kicks? Is that closing? Is that all Not of that? Ur- ur- urban contemporary fashion. Okay, so it's a whole Explain line that. of everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Okay. And for so, Eric Sermon of EPMD. Yeah, I'm working on that. And um, I'm also working on um, the EST213 brand, which is um, a youth-oriented brand, something trendy and young, character-driven. Uh, looks like it has a bit of a Japan robotic inspiration that I'm doing um, as a collaboration with my sons. And um, that's something that's very interesting, too. So those are the three things that kind of have my focus now. Now, how did you hook, up with, how'd you hook up with Eric Sermon from EPMD? Um, ironically enough, my cousin is the DJ for EPMD, DJ Diamond, the artist. Oh, oh DJ Diamond. That's a homie. What up, Diamond? Matter of fact, show me the other yeah. day. Shout out DJ Diamond. Yeah. Like, yo, Kev, what up? So- <laughs> so we, we got to build. I see the whole light skin thing going on right yeah, now. Okay, yeah, yeah, I see yeah, yeah. That, that's something <laughs> Grandma did. But but you know um, that vibe was there. And then Kim Sermon, Eric's sister, I was brought to Kim's attention on the business end of things, and we got to talking about what my business my business acumen, marketing and, and design and stuff was. And we got to build it, and she brought me to, to Eric's attention that way. So I was getting brought up on a music conversation as well as on a business dialogue. So nice. he asked them to have me come in. Um, we came in, we got to work in a building, and um, I got offered the deal. So you do fashion, marketing, music, um, film directing. We um, didn't get to the film yet. We didn't. I know we didn't get there, but I'm just oh, yeah. laying out all these different things that Mike does. So on the marketing tip, what exactly do you do on the marketing side of things? Um, branding, blog campaigns, radio runs, uh, marketing, material development, photo shoot development, branding, merchandising, um, liaison to product placement and, you know, or not just product placement, but commodity placement, meaning getting the artists into different situations to be used oh, as models gotcha. or personalities and things like that. How, how important is that? How is it? How it's important, important is that? Because all we just know is like, okay, I got a song or whatever. Now I'm on. Like, what is all these campaigns you're saying? Somebody that has no idea well, what you're saying. You have to spread your brand. If you can't plant and spread your brand, then there's no way for the brand to 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 cross genres or to to coexist in other spaces. People think that you're going to just go in there and make a record, put a record in the world, and think that that's going to infect different consciousness of 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 your, your listeners. <clears throat> You need to position a commodity to infect different consciousness of the listener. What's, what's the name of your, your company as far as marketing goes? Um, Hip Hop With Us. 
hip hop with us. Yeah, we brought hip hop with us is the concept. So hip hop with us ah, nice. is the is the um is the brand. And do you just strictly concentrate on hip hop marketing things or do you do marketing just for any type of business at all? I've done corporate, I've done stuff for Express, I've I've done stuff with Pepsi. I yeah, I I work with pretty much anybody, but just the whole hip hop concept is always been my personal undertow. And if you know corporate business right now, capitalizing on their hip hop oh, yeah. association, so it works out. Now, we mentioned the visuals. Mhm. Now, you also do videos too, right? Yes, I've been shooting videos for 10 years. Um that that's been fun. That's been really fun. Just writing treatments and thank you. Appreciate it. Writing writing videos and doing treatments and just actually being behind the camera and framing shots and composition, lighting, all of that is just fun. You know, being a graphic artist, I trade video is just a moving um it's just a moving composition. So sometimes it's almost like looking at a document in Photoshop and being able to animate it and bring it to life in video form. So it's it's really fun. Now, now, what what is a treatment? Because a lot of people have no idea these. They think music video. Yeah. I'm gonna go outside. You you'll get your camera and just 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 tape me. And that's it. What well, is a treatment? You know, not to knock anybody, but a lot of the music videos nowadays are point and shoot. There's no concepts. There's no real artistry to it. They're just cutting and shooting and rapping along. And they're like a whole bunch of performance scenes tied together. I'm from a different era where, you know. There was a storyline, and if you even even if you muted the television, the video visual would still tell you what the song was doing. That's that's what I'm from, so I try to bring that to my client when they bring me to the table. So when I say treatment, that's basically the script for the video, and we try to create the treatment to again be able to exist with the absence of the audio. So, so yeah, that that that's wow. what we try to do. And what kind of videos have you done for people they may not? Um, John Price, Tragedy Gaddafi, Large Professor. Um, I was contracted wow. to do all of the new stuff for the new Large Pro- Professor project. Wow. Um, I've done stuff for Uop the Don. I've shot. We just recently shot some stuff for Buster. We've worked on Method Man stuff. Um, Ron Browse. You know, I have three partners, so each one of us brings a different eye to the table. So, you know, we have our catalogs are kind of combined. So where he may be the lead director, I may be the AD, the associated director, or I might just be helping him on set with, you know, crowd control or whatever, but we work as a unit depending on what the look is that the client is going for. So if it's more cinematic and story driven, you'll go with me. If it's something that you want more dynamic and colory and, and moody, you'll go with my partner Ness. It, it doesn't matter which way. We, we we can pretty much capture any eye. We have a partner um that we just bought in, Joel from Australia, who's just a whole different eye. He has that MTV, you know, Ab Levine video eye. So, you know, it's just a wide range of styling. Now, other than the music, fashion, audio, and visual, uh, you also have a foundation, correct? Because you're dealing yes. with a certain situation. Yes. So um, we're, in the, we're in the midst of becoming, you know, an actual foundation. Right now it's just a movement. But 
our the the legal side of things are working on our dot org and, and, and the five oh one C three right now. But hands on health is the hashtag, that's the movement. Um it was born of my personal condition. Um I was diagnosed with chronic kidney disease ten years ago and I have recently became become a dialysis patient myself um within the last three, four months. So it's become very personal, the pursuit of a donor organ, because I need a kidney to continue to survive. So it's become very personal to me, not just my situation, but being hyper aware of all the people around me that are going through, not just what I'm going through, but other things that are existing right before your face or right in your eye. And you don't even realize that they're working and existing this way you know, because they're pushing through and the perseverance and the resilience is, is so prominent that you have no clue that they're working through the pain or working through the discomfort or working through the treatments or working through the medication or whatever it is that, you know, may, may happen. I'm on that machine three times a week. Most people wouldn't know that, you know, they, I'm still on stages. I'm still on planes. I'm still in meetings. I'm still doing what I need to do. But in order to do that, I have to you know, do what I have to do in the background so that I can stay in the forefront. No, so no, what is dialysis? Dialysis hear that, is a machine. Yeah, so dialysis, the process of dialyzing or the dialysis machine is basically an artificial mechanical external kidney. So your kidney's function is to clean the toxins out of your 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 body as well as the excess fluid. So the average dialysis patient, when your kidneys fail, your body is retaining toxins, which means you're basically poisoning yourself and, and going septic from all of the food and the drinks that you take in during the day and what have you. Um, your body also urinates to expel excess water. When you don't do that, you don't realize that your body swells and your organs flood from retaining fluid. So the machine extracts the excess water as well as filters out the toxins in your blood, cleans your, your blood, and siphons it back into your body all in real time. Wow, so it's a, it's a blood filter then. Well, look at it this way. Um, your body pumps your blood through your body roughly at 175 to 200 milliliters a second. That's how... The, the pace that the blood travels through your heart. When we're on the machine, it travels at 450 milliliters per second. So that'll give you an idea of how vigorous it actually is. Well, and, and you have to do this three times a week. I do it three times a week for four hours a session. And you still do what you do. Um, I have it set so that I go to my treatment at 8 p.m. so that I have all day to get my business handled by 7 o'clock in the business. I'm on my way to my treatment. I get off at 12 and go to bed. Get up the next day and have a free day to try to get as much done as I can. Uh, it's Thermal Sound Waves, a natural alternative to fast food radio, track life radio. We're talking to Mike Hands right now. Hit us up, thermosoundwaves at gmail.com, thermosoundwaves.com, 347-454-1278. How do you get through those difficult times or difficult nights or difficult days when 
you're 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 trying you hit you hit kind of like a a rough patch and you're just trying to like get over and get to that next day or 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 get through that treatment like how do you cope with that and deal with that type of situation one you know you pray up to stay up that's first and foremost whatever your belief system is anchor yourself in that also secondly you have to make up your mind of which version of this journey you're on are you living with it dying with it or stuck in it thirdly you have to decide whether or not it's your circumstance or it's your identity after that once you have those things intact you kind of you kind of set up to just go so when I walk in, I walk in with a certain kind of attitude. I pride myself on being upright when I walk in, trying to maintain my youth, trying to still look healthy, like collaterally. I'm taking care of myself and not looking sick. Not looking sick. Um, that's important. Because lots of times people don't see, they feel like if you're sick, you have to be... You know, yeah, yeah, looking like a certain way, and you don't look that certain way, so people may not actually take what people are saying seriously about it, but it's actually a very serious issue. Yeah, absolutely, that man. And it's like, I, 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 the reason I try to televise everything I'm going through is because I don't want people to see me and think that for me to be, um, to look healthy or to be healthy collaterally comes without a cost like no I, I really am I'm not just running around here acting like I'm okay I'm going through what I need to go through to get where I need to be at and it's a process as long as they understand and appreciate that it's a process then hopefully they understand that yes I can look good and and and, and, and still look presentable and still be you know as put together as possible in light of having to go through my journey absolutely and you Actually, and we've reposted um, the situation and the campaign to actually because you're 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 still looking for a donor, right? Is that correct? I am. I am. And let everybody know exactly how that works as far as getting a donor. Like, what 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 do you need for you to have a successful donor or to get a, a successful match? There's some sounds behind well, you also too, Mike. Yeah, you in sounds. the studio? Somebody needs to turn down that that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pardon me. Yeah, they just called me into the studio. Um, so first and foremost, I have to be able to receive. So there's a battery of tests that I had to go through, both physical and mental, to make sure that I was capable of being a recipient. Then once you get go through the battery of tests, you pass the test, all of your tests go to a board. The board then has to assess your behavior. Are you making all your appointments? Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Are you timely? Are you responsible? Before they'll approve you to receive a kidney. Why? There is a shortage of organs, and it's a responsibility to keep the organ. So people think once you get an organ, you're out the woods. No. Once you get an organ, you're still on anti-immune system medication for the rest of your life to make sure that your body does not assassinate the organ. Yeah, right. So right. there's a certain responsibility that comes along with it that they want to make sure that you are prepared for. So do you still need 
can people still donate blood to you, or you don't need people to donate blood? You just need the actual organ. No, it's not, not really the blood, but um, I don't know how the surgery is going to go. I don't know if I may need blood during the surgery, but it's uh, a blood match and a tissue match. Once those two things match, then the organ is probably 95% going to survive in my body. Oh, okay. I was actually uh, looking to do a uh, surprise. I saw you was O positive. And uh, I was going to be like, you know what? People donate blood to people they don't know. So let me go ahead and donate blood to somebody I do know. I was going to be like, let yeah. me just make sure they clean these needles. And, you know, put on like a movie. Because I probably, or something. Or give me like a a, a, fu- a teddy bear in my hand. Because I'll probably pass out. Because I do not like needles in my veins at all. But, you know, like I said, if it's for somebody that I know. And if I could donate blood. I'll do that, but you actually need the actual organ. So okay, and you know we still out there. We keep keeping positive vibes and all that. Cause we feel it. You gonna find it, and we're gonna make this work. So please let people know if they would like to uh, inquire. Know somebody that's looking to donate or stuff like that. Where can they go to? Uh, well, you know, um, it it the best thing to do is. For me, the positive energy is by far the most. So hit me on my Instagram at Mike Hands, M-I-C-H-A-N-D-Z. And that means so much more to me than anything, to be honest with you. Just the interaction and the positive energy, because that's what I carry with me. Um, donations, you know, you can inbox me there, and I'll give you the details, as we haven't set up the formal, quote-unquote, foundation scenario yet. But... You know, we have different, you know, ways directly that people have been utilizing to, to reach out and, and get to the situation, which is a blessing. Um, other than that, man, social media, the website, MikeHands.com, has all the links directly to me. And we can just, you know, or contact you guys, and you guys will get in contact with me as well. Absolutely. Absolutely, definitely. And for what you're working on um, outside of that right now, how can people reach out to you for to get uh, marketing, to get... Uh, film done to get design done clothes, to get dog. clothes like coats. all of that Suck. we we could use a couple outfits yeah uh, mike has i'm just saying come on nah, mike. You mike yeah well you know kev you know you can pull up to the crib but we just go to mikehands.com and then the contact me section is directly to my phone so once you hit it it goes direct to me all right so me and seagull to come through there we need 20 looks each off the muscle. <laughs> he said, pull up. Off the muscle. We're going to pull up. Love you know, <laughs> check it out, though. I, I, this is very rare for me, but Eric is actually calling me into the studio. I have to um, track vocals for him tonight. So <laughs> okay. I have to get ready to go. All right, all right. But um, he's been here looking at me crazy. Yo, tell, yo, tell Eric I said, what's up, man. Yeah, tell him we need to I have him on the know. show, too, when he's, you know. I can do that. I got brown eyes. Exactly. I can definitely do that. No, no, don't tell him that part. Don't tell him that part. Absolutely. Definitely keep doing what you're doing, brother. And, you know, it's always love on this side, man. Thank you, family. All right, Mike. Peace. Peace. It's Thermal Sound Waves, the natural alternative to fast food radio, track life radio. Thermal Sound Waves, Waves.